0: Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: Welcome back. Junkies, coming to you live on 106. Having the fan and the team 980 in the DMV. 910 the fan in Richmond, and we are streaming live on the Odyssey app. Take us on the go wherever you may be. You can also watch us on the monumental sports network brought to you by crap. Metcalf official heating and cooling company of the junkies. Hear uh-huh. me out on this. And I know I'm going to get bashed for this take. Okay. But why couldn't they get to the playoffs in season one? I'm looking at the NFC. They, all right. They suck. The <laughs> NFC was terrible this season. Mm -hmm. The Packers got in with a nine and eight record. The Buccaneers got in with a nine and eight record. Do you see this team making a five game improvement in one season? No, but I remember at one point in the season and we were kind of joking about it, but first of all, they were four and five, right? They were one game under 500. I'm not saying that's good. And then the season went south and then they didn't win again. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, had they just won a couple of games, they would have been right in the mix
2: yeah you gotta be really bad to go four and thirteen
1: like the uh, it's it, to me it's not a stretch. look is it likely that they win five more games to get to nine? Probably not likely, but it's definitely not unheard of. They shouldn't have been four and thirteen if they had a competent coach. <clears throat> I think they at least get the six wins last season. Like, Dable somehow willed the Giants. I actually think he did a good job coaching. He willed that team with Tommy DeVito to six wins. All right, we all think Ron Rivera was horrible, and he mailed it in, and the team completely went south. Sam Howell, who at one point, I believe, had 17 touchdowns to nine interceptions. At that point in the season, when he had 17 touchdowns and nine interceptions, and Sam Howell had had a nice three-game stretch where he had eight touchdowns and two interceptions. People are saying we got our quarterback, but he couldn't. Yeah, and they were looking. They the were problem. looking at the future. All right, they were looking at the future. At that point, you would have said they're not going to lose the rest of their games. You'd have had them win a couple of games, but they had a terrible coach. And the truth is, Sam Howell, who had 17 touchdowns with just nine interceptions, he finished with 21 and 21. Right. So he he he, he became a broken quarterback. Yeah. The 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 head coach we knew he was dead man Maybe walking because
3: you're comparing it to like what CJ Stroud did. Which was like a historical no, no. great record. No, no. Like, no, turning a season around. But I'm also. Like we're gonna, you're expecting us to win nine games with a rookie quarterback? I'm sorry. You could probably count on one hand the number of times that's happened in the history again, of Jay- happened. He's, Marth- he's impatient. He no, wants no. to give Dan Quinn two years. That he he's wanted Strasburg no. to rehab in the majors. Well, what I'm
1: saying is the <laughs> NFC is weak. Everybody, Everybody said
3: it even
4: all here. A, a the in NFC a is weak. Other teams are going to get better, they're going to improve. Guys are going to ascend. I'm just, I'm not saying
1: that they need to do that. I'm just saying if you're an optimist, you can play for that. Like, don't just punt it and saying this season, it's a lost season. Mm -hmm. Dayball went in there with the New York Giants in year one. He got Daniel Jones to stop throwing interceptions and fumbling the ball all the time. And they got in the playoffs in year one. It's not unheard of. It happens almost every season.
3: It's not going to happen with I just wouldn't hang it's, your just hopes very on that rare. it's not it's unheard of. Rare. It's just rare. It's yeah. rare. Yeah. I think it you're asking a lot. Come to me at the midway point again with the same situation, but where the schedule's not quite as difficult. See, part of the reason why Sam also struggled beyond the enemy, just throwing him to the wolves and not protecting him, at any, just doing a horrible job as OC is uh, the schedule goes so difficult down the stretch. Mm-hmm. You, I could make the argument you could almost see them going and losing all those games right. because you looked at the schedule and you didn't see a winner on there. Hey, now they get a last place schedule. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's a bonus. So that'll help. That'll help a little bit. That'll yeah. help. That's a good thing. But, I mean, to the, the, the think that we're going to be so lucky as so, in all likelihood, we're going to get, if the, if there's if there's any sort of uniformity, and there rarely is, but if there is any uniformity, we're going to get the second best quarterback. We're not going to get the best.
2: <clears throat> well,
3: and then uh, he, going could in, tr- he could, turn, knows, out he be could turn out to be the best. Yeah, but it's just a crapshoot. You have no idea. So the crapshoot has to hit, and then the crapshoot has to win right away. For your scenario,
2: it's hard to do. It's hard. You're asking a lot. Gonna, there's there's going to be massive. massive. Sure year two,
3: year two. Right, maybe. Hopefully, you can get to nine wins. Yeah, I'm not saying it's a punt year. I like to win every week. Losing sucks. I didn't like winning four games. And I'd rather win also, five. Also, it's
4: tough to tell what's going to happen with a massive <laughs> turnover on the roster by bringing in a bunch of rookies with if the none. five picks in the top one hundred. What free agents you bring in, how they assimilate to the new systems and the new coaching staff, like that—that that stuff to me, that stuff takes time. It's not just a snap your fingers one season,
2: ten plus wins. So difficult. It, if it can happens, happen, but it's,
5: a, it's it'd be a
2: bonus miracle. And for this year, since you knew they weren't going to make the playoffs. It was better that they went on that eight game losing streak because now you got higher draft picks in the rounds. I know you have... wanted to win games, but I would say if you're going to be bad, just, really, be, really bad. Bad. just be really bad. Just be really bad so yeah. you can, because you knew they were going to fire well, Rivera. Now your dream and start, came true. Yeah, your preaching all, to the choir, right? Dream, Cakes' dream came yes. true. Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so. Dude, they lost eight games in a row. My point is, I think Dan Quinn is better than Ron Rivera. Okay. Now, I do think it feels like a similar hire. And I do think he's set up for some success with the cap space, the draft picks, the number 2 pick assuming they draft a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think it's a stretch to believe that had Dan Quinn been coaching the Commanders this season they would have won a couple more games. Yeah, but so it would have been a marked difference. So here, they're not really a big in my mind,
3: six, 6 games. Okay. Yeah. In That's my not mind, they're not difference. really a
1: 4-win team. Here's okay, another, but six right? games. So could you take a lift a 6-win team? Had he been a had he taken over a team that finished 6 and 11? I don't think you'd say it was a stretch that in year one he could get them to if nine wins. If you have wins. the worst
3: defense in football and you have a brand new quarterback and you got like one player on offense, that's well, any good.
1: And, and maybe this is a bad assumption, but it's kind of the assumption that you had going into this season when you predicted they were going to be a playoff team. Your assumption was their quarterback play was terrible last year. Taylor Heineke, JV quarterback, Not Carson that, Wentz didn't correct. work out. Quarterback whoever would be Whoever it is.
3: And the defense would be the top ten right, right. or top five. Your
1: assumption was whoever it is is going to be better at correct. quarterback. Right. All right, you could argue whether Sam Howell was better than Heineke or not. You say it's a wash, um, but I'm going to make that same assumption because I think that whoever the next quarterback is should be better than Sam Howell.
3: Okay, well, you 21 to, interceptions you also got to be better than the 32nd worst defense. Also factor yeah. in
4: Ron was punched out, and everybody they will knows be. correct. And Dan Quinn is motivated to wash away everybody that, that brings up 28 to three to him.
0: All the time, right?
4: So you're coming to my side that it's possible that they could lift this yep. team up more. Yeah, but I don't think it's going to happen. Unlikely. One. I Our think, best player's I, a punter. I think it's a longer-term process. I, I generally. agree. I
1: agree with that generally. I'm just saying, weak NFC in the division itself. There's a lot of upheaval with the coaches. They're all on the hot seat. Mm-hmm. Sirianni's on the hot seat. McCarthy's on the hot seat. Dayball's on the hot seat.
2: Like. McCarthy's I'm on just hot saying, seat. He guy wins 11 yeah, games but every they, year. They might be on the hot seat, but they have more talent top to bottom right now. Absolutely. And Give we don't Mike know who's going to be on the roster. I don't know if Mike the Giants Parsons. have more But you're a positive thinker. We're all negative <laughs> yeah, thinkers.
4: We're, we're
1: trying to so overcome I'm not you surprised with our negativity.
2: that negativity. I'm not surprised you're saying, hey, it's a possibility they <laughs> can go 9 and 8 in your one. I'm just
1: saying it's possible. I also think you guys are generally low bar guys because you guys were all for the Jay Gruden extension, which I thought was a joke. Mm. Jay, right, well,
3: Jay could scheme guys open, just had no defense.
5: I, I don't. I don't think J.P.'s positive. He just wants the pressure put on Quinn immediately. Is so that can, what it is? So about firing Yeah. Start a controversy. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. That's what he's doing. He's raising the <laughs> expectations.
3: Dude, to you out don't of his like world. the hire, really, and but you think they could win nine games. You're gonna be. Yeah, a I'm negative. just saying that's it's a, so po- weird. It's a, it's yeah. a weird. <laughs> that's an like, optimistic. No, no. I don't
1: hate the hire.
3: I know, but you don't like it. You don't love it. I thought fans. I thought they should have gone.
1: I thought they should have gone for Harbaugh. Yeah, he's right. stuck on Harbaugh. He right. can't get off. I don't think it's flashy oh, okay. but I said I've said this over and over again: Harbaugh could flame out and be a bust. So could Mike McDonald, who everybody all of a sudden fell in love with. I generally have agreed with you along the way. We don't know anything about these coordinator guys, right? That's so why, I never, could that's be why I never
2: jumped on their tip. I'm just not going to expect, you know, an ascension that you're expecting. And no, you no, want. I didn't say
1: I expect it. I'm just you're going to see possible.
2: ascension. All right, you're going to see it. Well, they better. But, <laughs> can't
1: but it's be not going to be at that
2: wins. level that you're you're expecting in year one. You're not going to get another C.J. Stroud version I think it's realistic. It's not
3: going to happen. It's a miracle.
4: Win total number it's for not him a miracle. A I gave you two instances in the last two seasons. Yeah. Eight wins. Is a re- like, if you can get to eight wins in year one, oh, double the win that's total. That's kind over of there, a miracle
2: there.
3: That's, that's huge.
4: I would who,
2: be happy with C.J. Stroud
3: the year before.
1: The Giants and Brian Dable.
3: Yeah, but... They didn't have a rookie
1: quarterback. I know, but a coach came in there and turned a That's terrible different. team into we had a veteran. We,
3: got, we had no quarterback. By all accounts, we got no quarterback. Hey. So we're going to take a rookie. For a rookie to come in and do what C.J. Stroud did, it was historical. Yeah. You know what? The commanders are in a better spot than the Giants because
4: they're going to be paying a rookie quarterback who's, in my opinion, whoever it is, more talented than Daniel Jones. A rookie deal while the Giants paying Daniel Jones forty. They'll million. be
3: lucky to have their the rookie quarterback will not do as well as Daniel Jones did two years ago. You could say it was an outlier, and I would agree with you. But Daniel Jones's year, when they went ten games or whatever, will be better in all likelihood than any rookie does next year. Probably will be, but
4: my argument, my counter to that is the number two pick that the commanders select should have a higher ceiling than Daniel Jones. If he doesn't then you've botched the number two pick.
3: Not if he paints his nails. Brock Purdy won playoff games as a rookie. Yeah. I know. But he had a an incredible
4: football team. Would around you take him. that would you take a, a nail painted quarterback if he wins you 12 games a year? I know the answer. The answer is yes. <laughs>
3: of course. I actually don't want my quarterback painting his nails. <laughs> but that this is me. I got I got standards. It's <laughs> just me. Sorry, that, that's
4: your opinion. I would I would take a nail-painted quarterback seven days out of seven if he wins 12 games a year.
5: I got to draw the line somewhere. Didn't you love it when RG3 <laughs> was wearing pink socks? <laughs> yeah. Su- no. Superman socks. Yeah, dude, you love yeah, that yeah. bit, but you.
3: I don't think they were pink socks. I mean, he was wearing like, yeah. He's wearing like SpongeBob socks. I, I yes. SpongeBob, yeah. I think if you go back to the tape, I mocked it. <laughs>
4: You, mo- you mocked our Jesus? Yeah. <laughs> I mocked the socks. Yeah. I
3: said, I, if you go back to the tape. Sock mocking? I'm pretty sure. I'd probably be willing to bet one kid's life, one of my own kids' lives on it, that I mocked those socks. Because mm. I, I know mm. me. You
2: have to go back to the tape. I'm not tape. into
3: that kind of shtick.
2: I'm not into <laughs>
3: Spongebob. There's a 0% chance I hyped up anything Spongebob. I don't, I, I don't even know Spongebob.
4: If Caleb, William, a if under Caleb Williams could deliver you 12 to 13 wins a season, you should paint his nails yourself. No, I, it takes the field. I want my quarterback. There's a bit here. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm I smelling my, a bit. Hey, if they, draft, if they draft Caleb, you paint your nails? No way.
3: I want my quarterback to have dirty nails. Paint your bald spot? <laughs> yeah. I want my quarterback to have dirty nails. Maybe a little duty on him. Like mm. a man's man. That's what I want.
4: I don't care what is on my quarterback's nails. If he... Uh, leads the team to 12, 13, 14 wins. You right. can have whatever he wants on his nails. Not me.
5: <laughs> hey, if they, dra- if they draft Caleb and they go to the playoffs, will you paint your nails? Nope,
3: never
4: <laughs> happens.
5: On. Come on. Come
3: on. No, I- cel-
5: we'll do a celebratory nail painting. It would be
3: equivalent to me <laughs> lopping off a private part. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. I'm begging
4: them to move up and draft Caleb Williams now.
3: Now it's he didn't neat. want to come here. I don't, I don't know how Oh no, actually he does, no, want, he does, want, yeah,
4: to he does want to come oh, here. He does
5: want to come. That's here. Oh,
3: yeah. <laughs> so horrible.
5: Oh, oh <laughs> they draft him. And then oh, they I go, can't
3: wait for that
4: to happen. They I'm go like, to the
5: playoffs and the whole town's painting their nails burgundy. Can I
4: please manifest that? Put it out in the universe and make it happen.
5: Right. <laughs> so many people in the stands painting their nails burgundy, oh,
3: yeah.
5: celebrating.
3: <laughs> hey, I'm not. I'm out It'd be on that, fantastic.
5: I'm gonna put H T T C on my nails.
3: (laughs) What happened if his nails said F Dallas? I told you I'm not into that. (laughs) But you'd be a little sized. No.
4: (laughs) He's all the way out.
3: I mean I am all the way out. He's
4: shorting Caleb Williams.
3: I don't like it. Like what can if he's, I make a
4: what field? the next Patrick Mahomes? Can I can I make a field bet with you guys? Hold, hold on, hold on. He's not. If he's field, Patrick, Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes kind of, yeah. and he's multiple Super Bowl wins, you would you would pass on can him because I, he paints his nails?
3: Yeah, I'm not into paint. That's nails. crazy.
4: It's
1: not really the right That's term, the- field bet. But eight guys have taken over as new head coaches. I would bet at least two of them are in the playoffs next year, and all of them are taking mm. over beleaguered teams, because they wouldn't be
4: new coaches if they weren't taking over. beleaguered
3: teams. We have teams. the worst defense in football. All right, I got just no, say two out of eight. I
4: feel like I have to take that twenty-five We have the second worst team in football. Like the Panthers going to make the playoffs with Dave Canales? No.
2: You never know. Mike McDonald
4: is going to make the, the playoffs as a rookie
2: head coach. That in Seattle? division's eh. terrible.
4: I'll take the bet. Uh, I'll take it for three dollars.
3: All right, put it in the bet book.
2: I'm it's not right taking behind the bet. You, right? it's, it's I just know, bet know we ain't going right to the here. playoffs. All right, put
3: them in the yeah, put in the book. We have the worst defense in football. We got no O line. We uh, running back should have been the worst is,
1: team in football.
3: I the, Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera was trash. horrible this season. Yep, yeah, he was. But we still, it doesn't make our talent any better. That's what happens when our you talent was JP, brutal. You're
4: you're horrible yeah. when you quiet quit. As soon as Josh Harris bought the team, he quiet quit on the team. I'm with you. He knew he wasn't coming back, no matter what. You've we been kind no of agreeing with me, and you don't even know it. The, we were
3: lot, the linebackers suck. Our secondary, I just asked sucked you. Our I know. <laughs> our first round draft pick sucked. Uh, one of many. They just all suck when we draft guys around here. <laughs> our O line sucked. Yeah, but that's going to change. Our, our tight ends were mediocre, other than Logan. God bless him. Our receivers underperformed. Our I'd, quarterback underperformed. I, could, I, could I, I, see, I don't expect your...
1: them making <clears throat> it to the playoffs. I'm just saying it's possible. Like the Rams this year, everybody had the Rams as a team that was not going to be in the playoffs, mm-hmm. and a lot of it was because they had to dump a lot of guys with the salary cap, traded away Jalen Ramsey, yeah, they, they made future. all these moves, and what they did is they just drafted a bunch of young guys, and all of a sudden they got competitive again and actually they've got into the playoffs. One of the most talented well, quarterbacks in the game. But they also drafted. Puka. And they also have less need. Yeah. Knows what he's yes, doing. They in the had good draft choices, and so this defense, in all likelihood. So i gonna have a couple guys that are gonna be here in a couple of seasons, right? So Let's just say it's Jonathan Allen who we'll see tonight. Let's say it's uh, Deron Payne. Um, who knows with Cam Curl, like Contra. But there's gonna be a couple guys. They're gonna be drafting a bunch of young guys and bringing in young guys.
3: They can. We compete. did that. We did that last year. Emmanuel Forbes was.
2: Dan Quinn might be mediocre. able to coach him up. Yeah. I'm just saying,
1: I don't eliminate see, that from your by possibility. The way,
2: you, your bet of two teams to make the playoffs with the new head coach. I could see that because Atlanta. I'm not taking that back. In a bad division. Mm-hmm. All right. I could see Raheem Morris getting to the playoffs. I'll set. take
4: it for one big blind. What do I And care? then the Chargers. I kidding? can see the
2: Chargers improving from 5-12 and 12 to, you know, 9-8. and eight. I could see that.
1: All right. Coming up next, we'll talk to a former that. GM of the Redskins, our pal Charlie Casserly, next
0: here on The Junkie. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Welcome back.
1: Chucky's coming to you live on 1067 the fan. Valdez is panicking because he says he's playing the wrong, I play the drifter wrong drifter song. I played the wrong drifter song. It's okay. Song it's a all right. smashola. it's Charlie, been a while since I played drifters on the show. But whenever we play Drifters, Charlie likes oh, this it's because our pal Charlie Casserly joins us.
3: You want to do it again? You want to do a redo about these?
6: You want to do a redo? <laughs> Not, a you know what? Charlie can hear a different <laughs> tune. Let's the show here. That's all. He wants to
3: get on with the show. Yeah,
1: he <laughs> <wants to get laughs> the track. Hey, Charlie, this is Unique. Thanks a lot for joining us. Hope all is sure. well. Yep. It's yeah, been a, a while. time. It's been a while since we chatted with you. And um, I think we were all pleasantly surprised that we heard you reached out to us to come on the show. It Love usually it. doesn't work that way. We're usually begging you. What's going on?
6: Well, here's the thing. There's only certain things I I'll talk about. Uh-huh. Uh, but this is one that I would talk about at hiring a Dan Quinn and uh so I figured that uh, I'd reach out and uh if you it. want to do it, we'll do it. So yeah. let's not
1: lead the witness. I don't want to color you. What are your thoughts about Dan Quinn taking over here as the head coach? <laughs> I
3: don't think you can lead Charlie. He's got his own opinion.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Positive, good move. Uh I've been I've known Dan a long time, see, so before I I knew him when he was in Seattle. And uh uh First of all, he's interviewed for a number of jobs. I've, in, I've uh, interviewed every team he's interviewed. Um, to my knowledge, no one offered him a job, but he pulled himself out early in a number of these situations where he could have been offered a job, in my opinion. Okay? So he chose to come out. But I think this year he decided this is the time, uh, and I'm going to go out there, and I'm going to take a job if I'm offered. So he stayed through the process all the way. So uh, he could have had jobs, in my opinion, before this. He's a leader. Uh, he, is, he can bring the team together. He can rally him. The number one thing you look for in a head coach is leadership, not a guy that can fix the quarterback, call plays. All those things are important in the picture, okay? But um, uh, there are some defensive coaches that are in the Hall of Fame, okay, and that will be in the Hall of Fame. So
5: mm-hmm.
6: um, he's got the number one thing you look for. Uh, he's a leader. He can rally the troops. He can <laughs> bring them together. Uh, he can build a culture. Uh, as anything, staff is the single most important thing you have to do. The negative can be when you're hired late. But I I still think there's some guys out there, I'm not going to get into their names, that would be good offensive coordinator candidates. Now, his defensive coordinator that he signed on has has had very high grades, and people have felt this guy can be a defensive coordinator. Who's this, Witt? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, so I've I've got a lot of good reports on him. I've never talked to him. I don't know him, but I've had good reports on him the last few years. So th- th- that's pretty a pretty good combination there. So I'm anxious to see what he does on the offensive side of the ball. Um, that'll be something that uh, uh, we'll have to find out about. Charlie, so you were a but GM. He was a good hire.
1: Charlie, you were a GM here in Washington. You were a GM yeah. and built a team in Houston. You mentioned that you want a leader and somebody who can build a culture. Isn't that yeah. what we said about Ron Rivera four years ago? What do you think went wrong?
6: I, I think that... Uh, uh, personnel decisions, staffing decisions. Okay, so I mean, you start with one, but you've got to, it follows down because then I said the single most important thing is going to hire a staff. So we have to see mm-hmm. how Dan does in there. Now it's interesting. He goes to Atlanta and he builds a hell of an offensive staff there. Now, when you think about it, mm-hmm. okay, led by Kyle Shanahan, he had Lafleur on the staff. The mistake he made, and he knows it, is he had to let Kyle go, but he shouldn't let anybody else go. Okay. So one of the things you have to watch here is, OK, who is the offensive coordinator and who's the second offensive coordinator? What do I mean by that? If you're any good, the first guy guy's gone. OK, so you want to have another guy available that you can bring up in the farm system. Mm-hmm. And what what I do when I talk to these coaches and coach them, ideally, you want the second guy. And I want to make sure I get this across clear is a guy that may not become a head coach. In other words, he could have been a former head coach. OK, this is 100 years ago. When Bill Cowher took the Pittsburgh job, he hired a guy named Ron Earhart to be his offensive coordinator. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He'd been a former head coach with the Patriots, excellent offensive coordinator, but he wasn't going to be a head coach again, so they weren't going to lose him. So sometimes your backup guy might be a guy that is, is a veteran guy that can be good but may not become a head coach. So that's the challenge when you're a defensive coach is have the backup guy in there too. Um, for example, Todd Bowles, right now, he made a brilliant hire, okay, with his offensive coordinator. And now he's trying to get that you know, next coordinator, mm-hmm. and, and that can be a challenge. So, uh, but that's not the reason not to hire a Dan Quinn.
3: Charlie, one of the things I actually respect about this Harris Peters regime and everybody is that they clearly aren't pandering to the public, right? They knew that Dan Quinn selling that to the public and we don't know anything would be kind of a meh reaction right or wrong um and and they know that like going in and I actually think going in maybe a guy like Ben Johnson these hot young you know handsome offensive coordinators were the sexy pick that's who everybody wanted and we're getting some indications and I'm not asking you to disparage anybody by any stretch that maybe the interview didn't go great or whatever wasn't a great fit but they didn't force it they went with what they think is the best fit. Have you ever done that before? Where you've had a preconceived notion in the past, where you were interviewing coaches and you thought this guy was going to be your guy, but after you met, met with him two or three times, it just wasn't a fit. Maybe the you know maybe the guy just didn't have that dynamic personality or it just wasn't a fit. How many times has that happened to you before?
6: Well, I've only been through really. Two thorough coaching searches. You know, Norv Turner, we met with Jack Kent Cook, okay, Mm -hmm. Uh, and and Mr. Cook hired him. Uh, And uh, he didn't interview anybody else, okay, at that time, okay? And I'm not knocking Mr. Cook, that's for sure, Mm -hmm. okay? But in Houston, uh, when we hired Dom Capers, we had a thorough search, um, and it seemed like a natural fit. He had started the Carolina team, and Dom did a good job. Uh, and it, it, it's hard to win with an expansion team when they change the rules no in your first in your first few years in, in hiring gary kubiak went in with an open mind uh, we had interviewed him before uh, didn't seem to be ready this time he was a more veteran coach and we came to a unanimous conclusion he should be our guy so uh, you, you do go in sometimes with uh, uh, preconceived notions and it's because of your research when I mean, you research these guys thoroughly Mm-hmm. And sometimes the guy comes in and, he, and he's better or the staff staff will kill you. I always thought the most important part of the interview was the staffing, because when I interview teams and I interview all these teams, when they hire somebody, the, the most popular answer of why somebody doesn't get a job is the staff would have killed him. In other words, he didn't have a good staff. <laughs> so you really got to on the other side. You got to know who he's bringing in and you got to have an opinion on them. Uh, that's, that's to me is the most single, most important part of the interview. Okay. You can train a guy to have a good interview. Okay. Um, and you can train him to say all the right things, but the picking a staff is like taking is making a, a, a play call during a game. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so that kind of separates people. Uh, that's my experience with the interview part of it. So
1: Charlie, uh, we're talking to Charlie Castle used to be the GM of the Washington Redskins, then the Houston Texans been with the NFL network for years has had a bunch of jobs All right, we were just getting in this debate about turning the franchise around. I want your opinion on the commanders where they are right now. They've got a ton of salary cap space. They have the number two pick in the draft, a lot of picks in the top 100. They just hired a head coach. We'll fill out the staff and all that stuff, Adam Peters. How long do you think realistically it takes to turn things around? I was pointing out an optimistic scenario that the NFC is weak. A nine and two nine and eight teams got into the playoffs. I'm just saying it's not a stretch. We've seen the Giants make a big jump two years ago with Dayball. We saw the Houston Texans make a jump into the playoffs this season. How long do you think realistically it should take for this Commanders team to turn things around?
6: Well, it, it's it's hard to say on that. Okay, uh, but uh, I'll give you I'll give you a stat and then I'll work backwards. Now this is a 20 year old stat when we went to Houston. And, again, we're starting with nobody, okay? Mm-hmm. And I, I analyzed, you know, the thing is three years. Everybody says three years. Right? I says, okay, let's look at all the teams that in three years made the playoffs, okay? Uh, at the end of three years, 12 of their starters were there when they started. Okay? Now that, that's a heck of a thing, okay? Right. Uh, so uh, do we have 12 starters here that will be there in three years, okay? I don't know about that, all right? Um, <clears throat> clearly, uh, the quarterback um, – we can't say that he's the answer, okay? May be able to win with, but not because of, all right? Offensive line needs a lot of work. They got some skill position, guys, so that's a positive, okay? Um, you know, the defense, uh, you know, who's who's their outside rushers, okay? That's a big question. Um, I think the secondary needs work. The linebackers need work. So there's a lot of work here to be done, mm-hmm. okay? Now, the good thing is the owner went through the, the 76ers, nine wins a year, okay? So he's got... He understands the big picture and the patience, okay, uh, on that part of it there. So that's a positive. He's been through a rebuild job. Uh, He hasn't – He said it, but he's done it. There's two different reasons now. I've sat with owners and say, hey, uh, I can go through a rebuild, and I'm sitting there saying, you ain't sat through 16 of these messes now (laughs) every Sunday. Okay, this guy sat through 80 of them or 70 of them or something like that. God bless him. Um, So I think he's got the big picture part of it from the ownership, okay, so it's going to be a couple of years. And and you could go through a, a San Francisco where you trade the franchise to go get a quarterback, and your seventh-round pick is the guy who saves you. Mm-hmm. Too. So, you know, those things can happen. But um, uh, it's going to take time. I, I think the people will be patient, uh, and, and I think the fans will be. Uh, so it's hard to say, and I'm not trying to avoid the question. I'm just giving you history and facts on the thing.
1: Would you have um, liked to take taken a job where you have the number two pick all these picks in the top 170 or 80 million dollars in cap space.
6: Sure, those are positive things. There's no yeah. question about it. Let me let me tell you about draft choices. Now, I did a 10 year study on draft choices. Hmm. Um, the second round, and, and, here, and here here was the the parameter: if you're a starter after four years, that's a successful pick. Mm-hmm. Whether you're a starter for that team or another, it doesn't make any difference. I mean, we took guys like Keenan McCarl and Frank Weichack, who starred with other teams. OK, they couldn't make our team at that point, really. Uh, uh, but so they were successful draft picks. Second round, 50 percent. It's a flip of a coin, 50 to 55 percent. A second round pick is not a lock. A third round pick is a one in three shot. A fourth round pick is a one in four shot. So when you start talking about having a lot of picks, um, that puts it in a perspective now. OK, that, and that's a 10 that's year study. OK, your draft is a 30 percent success rate overall. For starters, after four years. So, you're going to need more than the draft. Okay. Uh, free agency, I'm sure what they're going to do is you highlight guys coming out of their first contract. If you get older guys, you put them on a one year contract. And you're going to have to have some stop cap guys. This is going to take a couple of years. I'm not familiar with the college quarterbacks. So, I understand. Uh, I don't, I'm not sure. You know, Stroud, obviously, in hindsight, <laughs> is a hell of a quarterback. He yeah. wasn't mm-hmm. taken first. Yeah. So, I know better than that uh, to say you've got a guy there. So, uh, it's gonna be a process, but all we can say is we got the right head coach, I believe, right now.
3: Charlie, one of the highlights of of our career actually was when you gave us a tour of Redskins <laughs> Park twenty some years ago, and you took us into our office and we saw your draft board, and it was the first time that we saw an actual food bar list. And yes, Charlie Castley had a food bar list. <laughs> okay, and I loved it. I I'm kind of joking. But I'm saying I'm not drafting a quarterback that likes to paint his nails and puts messages on there and everything. He'd be on my food bar list. Where, where are you on
6: that? Uh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to avoid the question. I'd have to know more about it. Than that. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're not, not out Charlie. simply because of I get, nails. I get, I get where you're coming from, and it's a great radio comment. Okay, great radio right. comment. Okay, that that one you're going to play all day. Um, but we're dealing with a different generation now, right? That's true. Still, the single most important thing is how important is football to this guy? What's his study habits? What's his commitment to the game? Okay. And, and we'll go from there. I mean, Joe Namath, uh, were you born when he played? Uh, Barely.
3: Yeah. Early 70s. 70s. We were born in 70s. We played about till 73
6: or 73. Never saw him
2: play, but yeah, we were born.
6: Yeah. Well, this guy, this guy wore white shoes. Nobody wore white shoes, okay. Johnny <laughs> Unitas wore high top blacks, right? Okay. This guy wore a, a mink coat. Who the hell wore a mink coat back then as a football player? Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. All they, all they did is win the Super Bowl. So. Right. And uh, <laughs> uh, he was a great player, and he played for Bear Bryant. So there's a combination too. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, you, you got, you got to know a little bit more about him, okay? But let me say this: he's got some questions to answer, okay? Right. <laughs> I yeah. agree with you, Charlie.
2: Hey, hey Charlie, um can't let you go before we ask you about the, the Super Bowl um yeah. next next week. Super Bowl fifty eight out in Vegas. Um Niners and of course the uh the Chiefs and um you know, all the talk this year was you know, Bienemy left and the offense struggled a little bit in, in Kansas City. You know, Kelsey was having, you know, not one of his greatest years, dropping some balls, and Mahomes didn't have that outside threat like he did when he, when Tyreek was there. But they're back to the Super Bowl because their defense, especially their secondary, against the pass is excellent. Um, and then San Francisco, whose defense is starting to leak oil a little bit because they they weren't getting to the to the quarterback like they usually do, and they've got some issues in the secondary too, but they've got a really good dynamic offense with Christian McCaffrey. So your thoughts on this game?
6: Yeah, I'm going to kind of just give you a breakdown of what things to look for. First of all, both teams do great, are fast-starting teams, okay? Uh, they have great scripts. They execute great coming out of the block. Who wins the first quarter? Okay, who wins the first quarter? All right, the keys for San Francisco, uh, you want to you want to keep Mahomes in the pocket and get quick, quick pressure on him. You want to force him to throw away from Kelsey, however you want to do that, okay? Because they wanna want to get the ball to Kelsey. Now, K- Kelsey's catching the ball when he's covered. Okay, the guy's playing like a man possessed. Okay, and you can do a little editorial on that one. But that's really when you watch him. That's what's happening there. Uh, Kansas City has got to protect. We know that, especially against Bosa in the inside rush. Um, And they've got to be able to get a running lane there for for Pacheco. Um, The other thing is, uh, if you go to the other side, what you got to do is you got to uh, get him in third down situations. Now, how do you do that? You start the, the wide zone. The outside zone and the cutback. So you got to be disciplined in your gaps. Don't get the guy to the corner and play to the cutback. It means being disciplined in the defensive line. Uh, then when you get him, you got to mix your coverages and blitz this guy. You can confuse Purdy. People have been able to do that, but you're going to have to confuse him with blitzes, etc. Vary your coverages, but you got to keep them on that first and second down into a third down situation. Then the last thing is. Uh, Debo Samuel, okay. Mm-hmm. He got. He, 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 I don't know how you tackle this guy, okay. Right. But gang tackling. The, the, these the, these guys make a lot of runs. They have to catch. So gang tackling. And write this one down here, okay. Who do you want to go after in that secondary in San Francisco? The safeties, either Logan Ryans or Jair Brown, who's ever in there, and Aubrey Thomas at corner. Right. So uh, those Ambry. are some things to watch during the game.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's. I think it's going to be really fun. I think McCaffrey's going to have a good a good game. I really do. I just think uh, Kansas City's run defense wasn't spectacular this year, and I kind of question the Ravens why they didn't s- kind of run the ball a lot yeah. more, especially in the second yeah. half. Right?
6: Yep. Yeah. I know no, that's a good question. Sure. Yeah. So it's I think McCaffrey has a game at the end.
2: But I mean, so. c- but can you imagine if Brock Purdy, Mister Irrelevant, wins a Super Bowl? Got wasn't it. he going to let
1: us? Draft,
3: Mister Relevant, years ago. We, you did ponder it for
6: half a second. Do you remember that, Charlie? Wait, what's that now?
3: Do you, you you had I think you had the last. No, he was going to let us pick, make his last seventh round pick. We were negotiating right, with basically, Mister Relevant. Oh, right, okay. Do you yeah. remember that? And you kind of thought about it for half a second.
6: <laughs> okay, I did. Well, we had we had a guy actually, Matt Elliott was a C- yes. center. He made our clean team on the thing. But here's an interesting thing you know, they traded a bunch of picks to get Trey Lance. Okay. Yep. Right. And then they take Purdy at the end. So God, you guys stink. You blew it. <laughs> Joe Gibbs used to have a saying about that. He said, when, when we get a guy, when we blew a high pick, uh, but you know, we, we, uh, survived it with a late pick. He'd say, now that's scouting. Okay. <laughs> it's true. Everybody's going to take those first round picks. If, if you do uh, mock drafts, um, probably 24 of the picks are the same picks. They just go to different people, mm-hmm. okay? So it's really the same pool. Um, and uh, But when you get into the seventh round, it's not the same pool, okay? There's hundreds of players there at that point. So there is something to be said, and, and I and I did tell this to San Francisco. I told them the Joe Gibbs story. You know, uh, anybody could have taken Trey Lance, but not, not everybody takes uh, Brock Purdy. Right. And coaches them up.
1: Charlie, we got to run. Always good, a pleasure uh, having yeah. you on. That was good stuff. Thanks so soon. much for reaching out to us.
6: Thank All you, Charlie. You
3: now. Okay, bye. Yeah,
1: bye. Charlie Castley, former Redskins GM. Right now, caller number 10 will hook you up with two tickets to Gabriel Iglesias' Don't Worry Be Fluffy tour, March 14th and 15th at Eagle Bank Arena. Tickets on sale now. For tickets and more event info, visit thefandc.com slash event. So caller 10 at 800. 800-
4: Caller number 10 right now at 800-636-1067 with the correct answer to this question. We'll win a pair of tickets to the Doobie Brothers 2024 concert tour Sunday, August 4th at Jiffy Lube Live. Tickets are on sale now. For ticks and more event info, go to thefandc.com slash events, courtesy of Live Nation. I think it's a pretty simple question. Today marks the two-year anniversary of... Of a big happening in DC sports. If you can tell us what today is the two year anniversary of, you'll win the Doobie Brothers tickets. So call now for your chance to win. So what
1: happened on two, two, twenty-two?
4: Correct. I think it's pretty simple. If you if you I must jo- be missing if you I'm in a tunnel. your brain a little I'm bit, I'm in a tunnel. You'll you'll what figure happened it out. in DC sports mm-hmm. on two two
1: twenty-two?
4: Something pretty big happened on two two twenty-two. Caller number 10, I'm sure, we will get that. Now, we are less than 12 hours away from 106.7 The Fan Live versus Team 980. That's Good tonight at Bethesda Theater. I'm on BethesdaTheater.com. And by my math, there are <clears throat> two tickets remaining to the event. <clears throat> two. Uh, if you want to sit in row W, seat 10, you can buy that ticket. You can also buy the ticket in row V, Seat nine. Those are your two remaining tickets. Hey, props to our listeners of the
1: station. You know, we probably don't say it enough. We're very grateful for all of our loyal listeners. The people that have been listening to us for years and years that listen (laughs) to this station. Mm -hmm. Because you let us... Avoid getting a real job. Yes, that is correct. Which
4: we're That's not very correct. <laughs> and
2: also thank you for, to one of our listeners, Travis, this morning who bought us breakfast.
4: Yes. Thank you, Travis. And he Man. brought
2: in breakfast ba- breakfast bagels for us this That's morning. That's probably a
4: hundred dollar breakfast. I had a late good stuff. Had good, stuff. I had a late regret that I didn't have him bring a gigantic cup of coffee along with the bagel, but I'll just remember that for next time. Right. <laughs> he would have. But thank you. Thank you again, Travis. We do appreciate yeah. that.
3: Again, I just want to tell you it's always a thrill for me to have Charlie on because you know I'm a lifelong skins fan. And we got to know him 25 years ago or so, however long. We, how long have we been doing this? 27 years? I mean, he came in when we did the weekend we, show. So we've known Charlie for probably 25, 26. He gave us instant credibility. 27, Because he came on and said, I want to come in. I want to meet you in studio. Charlie's the one guy. Like, beat guys, this happens to you all the time. Charlie called me once in a while, and he would give me the scoop as to what's going on. Mm-hmm. It was the greatest thing ever. When we went in, he gave us a tour. We got okay. to see his food yep. bar list. You know, he's a he's, really cool. he's
1: a he's a good person. It's a good above dude. and beyond anything. He's a good person, I still have a and food was bar always list. good. To inspired
3: us. by Charlie, have to this much. day. He might not want me telling people he's got it, but yeah. he had a food bar list.
4: He definitely did. It
3: was called Food Bar.
4: Yes, correct. Yes. yes. By the way, CK. You remember just, any
1: of the names who was on his list back no, then? I don't know. CK don't just remember. updated <laughs> us.
4: There are apparently three tickets remaining for tonight's event. Three left. Go get them. Bethesda Theater. Com. Right. I guess I'm going to have to
1: wear jeans I've, I've started to be like you Where I'm wearing sweatpants to work all the time
3: It's just so much freer, more <laughs> yeah, comfortable More, comfy. more comfortable jeans, Even though jeans now are better, like the stretchy I don't buy jeans unless they're stretchy Yeah, they got to have a little give to they're, them pr- they're, they're practically presu- j- jiggings Or whatever they call them, jeggings yeah. <laughs> They're practically jeggings <laughs> j- Like a chick jig-gings would wear modern, huh?
4: Jiggings, it was jiggings.
1: Like, We used to like J. Riggins back <laughs> yeah. in the day yeah. Sure, yeah. I used to love that spot <laughs> In Apple's Mall Yeah, it's cheap
3: Dude, I went to a Mall the other day. Malls are dying. <laughs> wow. There was nobody there <laughs> except for I Amazon? guarantee the
1: Apple Store was by full. I didn't see it. I had to go there. Food court was a quarter full. Uh-huh. Maybe. Well, what times you go? Noon.
3: I, I <laughs> go when I've gone go. there. It's pretty <laughs> packed. What day? Hey, noon during the week. Yeah. I mean, you know, they, I go there. Believe me, and typically in years past, it would be pretty packed. I'm telling you. I mean, it's well, not a it's not a news bulletin. malls say, are dying. You
2: can say uh, malls are dying, but go to Tyson's anytime. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's it's seriously.
3: Well, that's one of the unique ones. That's an exception.
2: There are more people in Tyson's than you know, uh. <laughs> state of Georgia. Yeah. Yeah. It's I, ridiculous. I agree with you. I, Mall, there are certain places. Okay. That Montgomery are, Mall. I believe you know, maybe is the dying. older places like that are dying. I may be ruined. Uh, some, some of them crowded.
1: Most times
4: I go, but, but I, I don't doubt that.
1: You but the first time I've been there
6: yeah. in
4: years, just to refresh your memories. Two years ago today. The rebrand of the Commanders.
0: World's worst rebrand. What is the new team name?
2: Doug, what is it? We are the Commanders. (laughs) 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 So bad. Two years ago. I didn't remember it. I can't believe it's been two years. Two years. Hopefully, we got a winner.
1: (laughs) Seriously. Hopefully, we got a winner. That was like a I remember church. everyone
5: thought there was going to be the hogs because it was on Groundhog Day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but,
3: but then also, just the presentation, no video. just. Uh, like...
0: What is the new team name? <laughs> Doug, what is it?
2: We are the commanders. <laughs> we are the commander. Well, Jason Wright didn't even want to say the worst it.
0: the
3: name reveal uh, in history. All of sport. <laughs> history
2: of the world. All Absolutely. of
3: sports. Male, female, Chinese. <laughs> yeah. Anything.
1: All right. Got to get out of here. Be Mitch and Finley up next right here on the fan.
0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's
5: joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?